0: All right, good morning and welcome to Savage Investor Kingdom. I'm your host, Savage Investor Leo, my co-host Joseph. Joseph, it is Thursday. We were waiting on reports. Reports came out. what, what they say, man? What, what happened? Yes, sir. So
1: GDP came in today and it is negative 0.9% for the second quarter. Expected was positive 0.5%. And we've talked about it, you know, multiple times leading up to this report. This is the technical definition of a recession. Uh, good news is though that the previous quarter was negative 1.6 now we're negative 0. 0.9 so not worse than the last quarter but you know the headlines are going all over social media right now that we're officially in a recession so we'll see how the market reacts to that.
0: All right so you know what that's a that's a big topic big subject we'll, we'll, we'll use that afterwards. Uh, let's, let's knock out the, uh, the morning call, and then we can go ahead with the, uh, with the recession fears and the artwork. <laughs> All right. So
1: my top news for today, yesterday we had the Fed, Fed meeting. They did raise rates by 75 basis points, which was expected and priced into the market. So the market ran after that. And then, you know, obviously this morning we had the negative GDP. We'll talk about that a little later on. Gas prices down again down 5 cents down to 4.27 per gallon every single day this thing's dropping so good news with that Palantir announced today that it will expand its work with the US Army to implement artificial intelligence and machine learning capabilities Uh, the contract is worth 99.9 million dollars over two years Uh, the Palantir has so many contracts with the government and yet the stock price never moves (laughs) So, uh, but another deal with them, Apple hired a Lamborghini executive for the Apple car project to help lead the design. So Apple's still, still going forward with this, uh, with this Apple car. So hiring a Lamborghini executive and he was a Lamborghini executive for over, I think 20 years or something like that.
0: We so, are, cause I'm telling you, bro, and it's as simple as this. We already know, we know how Apple works. Apple waits for everything. Apple will sit, will literally sit for the years. Right where everybody has something going on. Apple waits, 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 waits and then finally finally does something. But when they do it, they have perfection.
1: exactly. It,
0: like it comes out as a quality product. It could be 5 or 6 to 10 years late. Everybody else could have already like one or two EV cars out. But when Apple comes out with their car, it's probably gonna be great.
1: Exactly. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll have it tested and ready to go. It's not like, oh, we got a new product on the, you know, out there. Let's, you know, everyone test it out and stuff like that. No, they they'll have everything ready and set to go before they even announce it.
0: And it's probably gonna come with fifteen thousand different pieces you gotta buy without <laughs> coming together. Oh. <laughs> it don't, it won't come it won't come as one so be ready the charger gonna have to get the core the core gonna have to get the box the box gonna have to get like you gonna have to get a bunch of different things probably that's just how apple works
1: exactly so and other some moving on from that jet blue agrees to buy spirit airlines for 3.8 billion dollars to be the fifth largest u.s airline This is an all-cash deal at $33.50 per share. So, and they did say that rates are going to rise also. Uh, so, I guess if you're a traveler, it's not great news to hear that they're raising their rates. But they are acquiring Spirit Airlines, which was notorious for being a terrible, you know, airline. (laughs) So, um... And we had earnings yesterday, let's see here. Ford EPS beat 0.68 versus 0.45 expected. Revenue beat 40.2 billion versus 34.32 expected. They lost, they did lose about 2.4 billion due to the Rivian investment. Uh, Rivian went public and went crazy the first couple days and then has died out since so and they also declared a dividend to 15 cents per share which is up from 10 cents per share uh, so good good earnings earnings report from ford and we have at facebook eps miss 2.46 versus 2.59 expected revenue miss as well 28.82 billion versus 28.94 expected revenue outlook for quarter three Will be between 26 to 28.5 billion and the expected for that was 30 billion so they're pulling it back this is the first ever decline that they've ever had in revenue Uh, and they also pointed out that they had 1.97 million daily active users last
0: quarter so yeah but i think their monthly users were down Yes. Their daily monthly users were down. Like the the yearly was good, but the the monthly was down. And they did say
1: that like 40 I think I forget what the the actual number was. I think it was like 47% of people who people had used a meta device over the past over the past year. I mean it doesn't really mean anything, but they're just trying to make it seem like, oh, everyone's still using Facebook, but in reality, you know, their users are, are dropping because last quarter, their users dropped for the first time. Um, so, it kind of, we already know,
0: man, and it's, let's just, let's just be real. Uh, Facebook was, was, and I will say was in past tense because it's not prevalent now. It's, it was a pretty decent social network. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, It was one of the ones where you used to be able to connect and find family friends or you know whatever it was back in the day and once you used it it was cool to stay in touch and you know write on the wall and do all this other stuff man it was just one of those ones that everybody was using and then twitter came out twitter necessarily is you know it wasn't the strongest one but it had like a year or two where everybody was over there especially with like twitter after dark and Uh, Black Twitter and stuff like that I mean it's it's still people that go over there now Um, But Twitter is not we don't really care about Twitter Either Um, The only reason that people are flocking back to Twitter Is because Instagram uh, Which is part of meta Right Facebook Instagram is switching so much because they want to be like TikTok so TikTok is other social Media that right now is killing The game and had control of the game For the past like two years now so instagram is fluctuating with what it wants to do is not necessarily listening to people uh because people was normally just using instagram for pictures right and then this is what this is what i hated when they they just came out uh they just came out a couple days ago and said this so he said the not the interview but you know the announcement uh i forget his name missouri uh forget his first name but he came out and was like okay at instagram we hear you um, yes, yes, yes. We, we we focus on yada, yada, yada and try to make sure everything is OK. But with everything going on, we are we're more video based. Um, we if you look at our numbers and look at everything else, this is this is why we're focusing on making this. But if you if you think about what they did, you will see exactly why. So if I tell you, you as a creator on Instagram, hey, we're going in the direction of Reels because TikTok has short form video. We believe short form video is going to be the future. Hey, we're going to monetize or be able to let you monetize if you if you do Reels and you do X amount of you know this and that. But this is what your priority is. So now you have people that literally go on there just to do Reels to possibly monetize their videos. So when people, when you go on and have your numbers, your numbers are going to be skewed towards the people that literally have to grow their account or try to monetize by making reels so of course it's going to have positive numbers and better directions for video because you incentivized video so if you have multiple people going over to try to do video your numbers are obviously going to skew towards uh hey we've seen an upgrowth in short form video being prevalent in uh instagram well no shit you literally told everybody hey we'll pay you if you start making reels we'll help uh, put your put your content out there if it's a reel people post photos and stuff you don't get the same engagement and then they sit here and say hey we don't want to you know we're not going away from pictures pictures are our our uh history this is who we are we're not going to fully go away from pictures but video we think is the future and our numbers show that yeah no shit you've been (laughs) <laughs> I personally,
1: I I use the, the two main social media apps I use is Twitter and TikTok. Facebook, I mean, I can't. I mean, Facebook's good and everything, keeping up with family, friends, stuff like that. But as far as like, uh, you know, viral stuff and news and sports and, you know, anything you need to know, I can just scroll through the Twitter timeline and everything's right there. You know, funny videos, you know, stock stuff, sports news like around the world and I've I like Twitter a lot better than everything but
0: uh, Twitter has its strong points you know what I'm saying and and a lot of people especially in my my field because I'm a photographer right so the creative community I don't we don't necessarily like we know we got to make reels and stuff like that you know just evolve with times that's just so you don't get left behind in general you're always supposed to improve on your uh, other skills anyway but when it comes to it Uh, posting photos and stuff like that, it was always trash because you got a format four by five for this box and try to, you know, put down a photo to make sure it fits and, you know, this little space. And Twitter don't do that. Like you could post on Twitter and it's more, it's more free if, if you get my drift. You see what I'm saying? Like you could, you could post more things on Twitter and, and they won't take it down or, uh, flagged for you know x y and z content or whatever it is man it's just a lot more it's a it's a better ability to go ahead and post on twitter and stuff like that and a lot of creatives are starting to see that uh this past year and kind of flocked over to twitter
1: yeah but- and twitter evolved. like well I, I started using twitter when it basically like when i was in high school and like early high school and it was nothing but um tweeting and following like there was no like for you thing there was there was like nothing and twitter's evolved into like this you know compared to what it was i mean every social media app has evolved but you know twitter just used to be a, i'm gonna tweet this and i'm gonna follow this person that's really only what it was to kind of show people what you're doing like throughout the day and it's evolved in this you know now it's got spaces where you can go on audio like a pool of people and they're all like in this audio kind of space like they're, they're doing a lot of things, but obviously, you know, with the whole Twitter and Elon thing is, you know, (laughs) push
0: some people away, get some people on the, on the platform. So Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they took, like, like you said, most social medias have you know evolved because you have to, especially when things are going on. So Twitter definitely, definitely pick some of the best things of, of other social medias and took it and try to make it their own right so they end up having stories just like instagram took that from snapchat snapchat you know gave it to everybody so you had just stories and stuff like that uh clubhouse was prevalent like back in uh covid days and co- uh, uh, clubhouse was literally you a hop on and it's like a twitter space right so clubhouse you hop in a room raise your hand do what you got to do uh, talk about whatever topic you got going on, and it'll be a group of, of different people. So Twitter Spaces is exactly like that for uh, exactly what Clubhouse is, but on Twitter. So Twitter, tw- I mean, uh, yeah, they, they they definitely changed, and I believe they almost doubled the text input that you could do because when I was doing it before, it was like 140 characters, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. Yes, they did extend that significantly. So, yeah, <laughs> actually, you can actually write. You ain't got to try to. You know pack everything into 140 uh 140 uh characters yeah this is real blank real quick but yeah you ain't got a it's 140 characters <coughs> so yeah we, we we good on that man but we can go ahead to the next one because Facebook gonna piss me off <laughs>
1: yeah so let's see moving on from that one to see Comcast uh earnings EPSB 1.01 versus 0.91 expected revenue beat 30.02 billion versus 29.7 billion. Talked about Ford, Facebook. Uh, let's see Qualcomm EPS beat 2.96 versus 2.87. Revenue beat 10.93 billion versus 10.87 billion expected. Etsy EPS beat 0.51 versus 0.34 expected. Let's see revenue beat five. 585.1 billion versus 557. That's a significant beat actually on revenue. Uh versus 557.25. That's close to 30 billion. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. MasterCard EPS beat 2.56 were versus 2.37 expected revenue beat 5.5 billion versus 5.28 billion earnings today after hours massive earnings here apple and amazon are the top two and then i'm also
0: looking at roku and intel uh after hours today for earnings Intel baby intel what are you doing, Intel? oh and uh another one that just uh killed earnings was pfizer pfizer just reported earnings too uh they just beat uh let me see because i just got the notification right now uh, uh they beat on the uh, top and bottom uh 27.7 billion uh versus the 26.3 billion expected eps of 2.04 versus 1.72 expected so yeah i didn't i didn't do they literally just came out so i haven't done any deep diving but pfizer did just beat on earnest and if you're talking you want to talk about a uh a decent price stock with not a whole lot of growth in the past couple of years, but steady dividend and steady player going up. Uh, Pfizer is one of yours in healthcare that does it. So, very slow moving, I will say.
1: Yeah.
0: That, like, don't expect that to go to 150 in like two days. So, <laughs>
1: <I love it. laughs> back when COVID first got announced, they were like a 30 something dollar stock and they were the number one vaccine company and it didn't move hardly anything. So, yeah. Did you talk about T Row? I did not know.
0: Yeah, T Row missed. Uh and I know a lot of people a lot of people were waiting on uh T Row for earnings. Um uh what did they do? I think T Row just missed by a decent amount too. Uh yeah, yeah. Go ahead go ahead with the next one. I'll, I'll pull it up. i found it. Uh that's that's all actually what I got for today
1: that's all I got just uh, MasterCard Etsy, Qualcomm Facebook Ford
0: Comcast yep JetBlue Apple alright cool give me one second I'll pull up T-Rose uh, cause T-Rose just missed and if you don't know what T-Rose is T-Rose is a global investment management firm so they're pretty decent everybody expects T-Rose to be great but, it seems like the market is not
1: thinking that this report's really an issue
0: it's not but, and i'm about to get into that right now um i was just trying to see and i can't why is it not pulling up i just got the notification like earlier today because this because today
1: i believe was the advanced report or and then there's another report that comes out. It's like a revised one that comes out in the end of August. But I mean, with all these headlines, just, you know, with all these news stations posting, Oh, we're in a recession. Everyone's tweeting. We're in a recession we're in a recession. And then the market really doesn't care. <laughs> you uh-huh. know? And spies over 401 right now, pre-market.
0: All right. So, uh, before we go, to uh the next subject, which is what we we're about to talk about, recession earnings for T row was one point four six. I think adjusted was one point seven nine, but it didn't meet uh two point two four for Wall Street. And then for revenue, it was posting one point five one billion in that period, and analysts expected one point seven one billion. So they missed uh pretty significantly. So yeah, but. Now that we are talking about this recession or the R word that they do not want to talk about, right? So, you know, with everything that's going on, I had to make sure, hey, maybe we we're tripping when we was looking at, you know, technical uh, versions and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, um, there are different, different ways to feel when a recession is here, right? Right. So I was listening to J Powell yesterday, right? And J Powell was saying like everything he needed to say, he said it. He had a plan for what was going on. He didn't leave uh, big big rates off the uh, I mean big increases off the off the table in the future. Um, They he spoke about uh, not thinking that the you know that we're in a recession right now as of now. He doesn't think he didn't think we were one uh, in one as of yesterday. Even though reports came out today, he said you got to make sure everything is cool because there's going to be a lot of reports that come out revised um, and let us let us actually see what's going on. So I was like, okay, cool. And then we made a joke. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. You know, when I was like, yep, you know, they're trying to change the definition of a recession now too. Blah blah blah. You know, with with the video. So the technical a technical recession. Just by textbook definition, the one that's most commonly used is what we're saying, right? The two negative, negative quarters of growth that that is the one that appears in like textbooks, uh, you know, journalists use it. um, But that is not necessarily the full thing, right? Like we're not we're not we don't have to be in one, even though we can have two negative quarters of growth. Doesn't mean we're technically in one, and this is this is something he spoke about yesterday, and it's the reason I end up having. I just want to look it up because um, I had to see what else they were saying, like everybody was saying. So I ran across an article, right, uh, doing research, and we do have two negative quarters of growth, right? But we also have, and you you heard him just kept hearing them say oh we have a strong labor market oh, we have a strong labor market we have a strong labor market blah blah blah, blah. we do have a very strong unemployment rate right lowest that has been in 50 years we are not we have seen multiple companies come out and say hey we're getting rid of you know x y and z percent of our company uh employees yes we've seen people go on frenzies of just streaks of freezing hiring but they've hired a bunch uh in the first quarter um we see we see a whole lot of stuff right this I don't we don't necessarily have to be in one to feel the like the full extent they don't have to say we're in one for us to feel the full extent of everything that's going on. <clears throat> just think of just, just think about it like this though. Even if we were, what does that really change? For one? Right? What does it really change? It just it makes everything. What? Like, like what is, like what does it do? You know, we're still gonna feel the effects of this inflation. Um the prices are still going up because we're trying to trying to combat inflation. They're not trying to kill the economy right now, but we do see a change in spending, which is what they want to do when it comes to fighting inflation. Um we are not we're not seeing a whole lot of un- like unemployment numbers are not going up. It's not right. it's not, you know, like what what is it what's going to change? Even if even if we are in a technical recession or if we're not by White House definition, what does that change? Because you're still going to affect, I mean, feel the effects in your normal life anyway.
1: Yeah, everything's going to be the same. I mean, it's just basically saying, over oh, and it's basically saying we're in a tough time right now. Everything's high priced, you know, and like the labor market, like everyone's getting laid off. No one can, you know, companies can't uh, hire people like, but that's not really the issue. So it's like, you know, get high gas prices and high interest rate with getting to homes and you know, all homes aren't getting sold anymore, uh, you know, in the lowest level in a few years. But, you know, they, they come out and say today, oh, we're in a recession. It's not like those things. It's not like, oh, interest rates for houses are immediately go to 10% or anything like that. Like everything, it's still going to be the same of what we've already been experiencing. May Could it get worse? Possibly. Could it get better? Who knows? Like.
0: Yeah, but we also we also already expect it to get better. And even if, if you weren't listening to J Powell yesterday, uh for everybody that didn't catch the speech, we're already they think we're already at peak inflation right now. Right? We don't have another Fed meeting until like I think uh September. Right? We got like two months. So we sitting here, uh they're about to start lowering the rate hikes that they take because he, he said we may see a, like 50 and then 225 that's what it sounded like right because they feel like we're already at peak inflation so we're already battling everything right now that's so, kind of
1: crazy because that last the last inflation report was higher than the previous one
0: absolutely Late, so it absolutely was but he think they they already think that's peak inflation. now if we see you know inflation pop back up uh and we see they, they should have two reports by the time the meeting comes back he also said they're taking it meeting by meeting it's not necessarily like right remember in the beginning like they didn't even want to do 75 basis points because of x y and z right they they said they didn't that's what that wasn't on, it was on the table but they weren't necessarily pushing for it but now we've had two right we've back-to-back 75 basis points uh hikes in the past two months we're not necessarily worried about what they say um in the actual like the the meetings before. But he also just said he's not going to start giving guidance for later on, he said, because if I tell you something right now and things change within these these couple of times, we're going to have to change what we do in a meeting. So it's, it's going to be meeting by meeting. It doesn't it doesn't make sense for me to give you guidance right now on something that we don't know right. because that still leaves uncertainty, which I, I absolutely understand. We do like to know what we're possibly up against, but we can also kind of see. Until if he said, hey, uh, during this time, we expect lower rate hikes because we feel we're at peak inflation right now. We see certain things in the economy that's picking up or we see certain things in the economy that's uh, turning down. Uh, Spending is not going as well, but we know this is the reason this is the reason we do stuff like this. So things do happen in the economy. So the economy can slow down so it can get better because we want to get back to 2 percent. Which is what he said. He wants to get back to two percent for inflation. Do I believe it's gonna be like that within, you know, these next couple months, like five to six months? Absolutely not. I don't I don't think he's gonna get back down to two percent from nine point one. Right. And you yes, months. but if that's we but this is the thing. Now we see the plan, we see the goal. It's not up to three, it's not three point five, it's two percent that they want to get back to. Now, can that change? Absolutely it can. It absolutely can change in the future if they see that this ain't working for you know a certain extent like yes but at the same time there is no true definition like one definition of a recession there is no true definition of a depression either I end up looking I had to look that up as well but um, even let's just say it like this the National Bureau of Economic Research in the United States takes a different approach of defining recessions the NBER defines a recession as a period between a peak and a trough which means a top and a bottom in the business cycle which is normally three to five years for anybody that doesn't know uh there is significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy that can last from a few months to more than a year while the NBER agrees that most recessions will in fact have two consecutive quarters of negative growth in real GDP It says that this will not always be so. It highlights the conflicting signals that can sometimes arise from the different approaches to measuring GDP. And so it considers a broad range of economic indicators in addition to GDP. However, the judgments made by the NBER about whether the United States has recorded a recession are not usually arrived at quickly and it does not have a readily available formula for identifying recessions that can be applied to other economies. That is just what they go off of. That right there is what the MBER, which is what the lady was saying uh, on the speech for the White House. And then they also come come along with stuff like this. Unemployment based rules. Economists have also proposed definitions of recessions that rely on nothing but the, the unemployment rate. These rule these rules typically signal a recession when the unemployment rate increases about more than a uh, pre-specified amount there's we're not gonna see dead on uh definition we're not we're just not gonna see it it's such it's such a great area just like the law is a great area and' up for interpretation it's a great area we'll feel and they should better. they shouldn't bring it up then <laughs> it, but it that's the thing they won't which is why media does Because journalists Oh journalists it's like central,
1: central for that
0: Right We let's just say just like us uh, We give news and stuff to the public We we use the technical Definition because that's what we can You can literally look at that black and white That and says two right. negative quarters of the world For a technical recession This is normally what it is This is black and white and it's telling you Now when it comes to everything else It's a big ass gray area bro
1: Exactly, it's Mid-term. all up to interpretation. It's
0: what they want to say, and you got to think about it. Midterms are in November. Why would they want to say this will kill the the, the Democrats in general, right? This will kill the whole side because his 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 popularity right now or his approval rating is low,
1: right? It's terrible. He already
0: has a whole lot going on. He, it's yeah, no, it, it, he'll be popped if they come out and say during his time we 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 entered a recession uh we've already seen gas prices as, as high as eight bucks, eight bucks out in california yada 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 he, he just got so much against him already if you use the r word during his his presidency he's he's dead in the water his, he will he will not be reelected. democrats won't be looked at and whatever else arises from this situation will go you see what i'm saying so of course they don't want the r word being said
1: right they're gonna do everything in their power to not make it as bad as you know what it is and what it has been because they've been talking about this whole negative thing like two gdp quarters in a row for a lot it's not like it's brand new like they've been talking about it for since that first report came out they've been talking about it and it seems like they're trying to avoid the whole you know recession thing but now, technically, you know, it's unavoidable.
0: <laughs> yep. So, all right. Um, moving on real quick to the last thing I got to say. Um, for everybody just listening to this, if you're under under 30, well, let's just say this. If you're under 25, you should already be investing. I don't care if you are doing the slow and boring way. um, and I'm not saying it to to make you want to do another way. I'm just saying the the slow and boring not the, the slow and boring way is the disciplined way, is the way that a lot of people get rich uh for retirement because that's a uh, that's dollar cost averaging, <clears throat> excuse me. Dollar cost averaging into an ETF the entire time. Uh, and not really worrying about anything. You're not worried about individual companies. You're not necessarily caring about, uh, I said caring, caring about uh, market movements and stuff like that because you understand that, hey, weekly, I'm putting in X amount or monthly, I'm putting in X amount or even daily, I'm putting in X amount. If the market moves up and down, I'm not caring about fluctuations because I'm buying parts of the highs, parts of the middles, parts of the lows. It doesn't really matter to me because my money is gonna grow X like the normal is, 12% right for this ETF or adjusted for inflation. We're around like eight to 9%. So your money is growing eight to 9% um, during this time without without the headaches. Yes, the ETF or the performance can be low for the year. Yes, it could be negative. Uh, ETFs do go down uh, as well, but they don't take significant drops like individual companies go like ETFs could fall you know they fall like 20 30 40% sometimes 40% being extremely high. um but we're looking at stuff like individual companies that can drop like 80 90 because we we've seen like many different ones in the S&P and Nasdaq and everything else down 80 90% from highs. so
1: you right, if- and you take the S&P for example they average 68% return yearly you know and obviously some years you have you know 15 oh it's up 15% this year and then maybe next year it's down twenty percent, mm-hmm. and then you know. But the average is six to eight percent, and if that's your average, and you're looking to you know invest long term, and you look at the chart, like it's you you're know good. inevitable you'll, that it's. Yeah, you'll be
0: enough. good. Without yeah. a doubt, you'll be good. Um, and that's normally what what end up ta- like ends up happening for you know a couple people. Just have have that if you're under if you're under twenty five, you should definitely already be doing it. You got time on your side. Uh, if you're 30 plus, uh, and I'm in this club too, um, please are, you should be investing already too, right? And if you are, don't let don't let it scare you um, that you haven't started. But please make a conscious decision to start, right? I'm gonna give you the the biggest reason why is because the longer you wait to start investing in your future the more money and uh, and compound uh, compounding you're missing. Just even if we had to start, let's just say at 25, if two people save, and this is an example, if two people save $100 a month for retirement, but one starts at 25 and the other one starts at 35, the one that started at 25 will end at 65 with over a million dollars. The one that starts at 35 and puts in the same amount of money Ends up with a little over three hundred thousand. That is a difference of over seven hundred thousand dollars because you waited ten years. Right. So please just make a conscious decision to at least start. And for you, the, the people that do just four hundred one k's and TSP and all that stuff, you're still that's that's a form of investing, right? You're investing for retirement but make sure make you make conscious decisions to understand what's going on with your money. Know what funds you're in. Know, know the performance of these funds, because like I said before, they're going to put you in the most basic non-performing fund, right? Because they don't, they don't care. They're not going to make the best decision for you because why would they do that? It do, it makes no sense. Nobody's going to look out for you better than you're going to look out for yourself. When you take control of your your finances and your future, I promise you, you'll see a difference. Don't worry about everything that's going on. Just focus on focus on understanding what you have going on, and you'll be okay. But yeah, if if you're under eighteen, I mean under twenty five, please make a conscious decision to start. If you're over thirty plus. Please make sure you're already you're we are we we supposed to be having this for retirement anyway. Right. We're supposed to be saving for uh, retirement anyway, investing for retirement anyway. So please, if you haven't started, please make the conscious decision to go ahead and start. And right now. Well, a couple weeks ago, actually, but right now, it's still a good time. Right. We're still we're, we're still down from highs. We still have a lot of a lot of ways to recover. So oh, please 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 now ask this nicely make that conscious decision for your future and that's all I have.
1: That's okay. good. Yeah, the same I I 100% agree even if it's little pieces at a time like I've you know talked about before it may seem small like oh I'm only putting in 10 bucks or oh I'm only putting in you know whatever your amount of money you're putting in it's it seems small but if you're doing it every month and consistently or every two weeks or whatever before you know it it's going to be a significant amount of money you're going to be like oh wow so I'm glad I you know invested over time put little pieces in at a time
0: yeah it just helps um, so yeah, with that being said this is a pretty long one um, if you stay this far I do appreciate you I do um i know things can get a little hectic or passionate so i do appreciate you guys staying uh but yeah that's all i have uh no closing words pretty much it's a, a good trading day uh, futures work uh green i don't know what they are now i haven't checked uh we're 10 minutes into the trading day so yeah is still green slightly okay yeah so we'll go ahead and get out of here you guys have a great trading day we'll see you guys tomorrow Alright, y'all have a good one.